Johnson County Mental Health Center is teaming up with the correction system to ensure residents get the help they need. On this episode, hear from those involved with the reentry project and learn about a new dashboard to track progress with this partnership. Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home. Thanks for joining us for JOCO On The Go. I'm your host, Teresa Frieda, Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County government. Johnson County has been really effective at addressing the needs of those with mental health concerns, especially when it comes to contact with the justice system. It's a leader in the nation with its co-responder program, which involves mental health experts teaming up with law enforcement to respond to calls. Another innovative program in the county is called the Reentry Project. Here to talk more about that are Brandy Kinney, Elizabeth Wirth, and and Mike Brower. I'll have each one of you introduce yourself and if you could just talk a little bit about your role with the county and we'll start with Brandy, then go to Elizabeth and then Mike. Hi, I've been with um, the Johnson County Mental Health Center for um, eight years. I've done most of my time in the emergency services division and working with the crisis team. I'm the newly hired um, team leader for the new reentry program that we're developing here at Johnson County. All right, we're happy to have you and Elizabeth. Yeah, I'm the Director of Adult Services for Johnson County Mental Health Center. We have, uh, two years ago, started the Justice Team as an addition to our adult division, and then this reentry project is yet another addition to our adult uh, services, so we're really excited to have this program under our division. Awesome, and then Mike, you're also fairly new to the county, so if you want to talk about your role. Hey, uh, Mike Brower, I'm the Criminal Justice Coordinator which is a part of the county manager's office, but I serve the Criminal Justice Advisory Council, which is a council of our key criminal justice stakeholders and agencies that support uh, individuals in our criminal justice system uh, that meets regularly throughout the year um, to work on issues such as uh, the one we'll be talking about today, uh, reentry. Okay, and just to start us off with about uh, what is the reentry project? Like, how did this get started, and, and what does it involve? So I can I can answer that the the pro the program is specifically for Johnson County residents that are eighteen years older who are either incarcerated at or being released from one of our Johnson County adult detention centers or the jail. So it could be the adult residential center problem solving beds that we have here at the county with corrections or at our two jails. The key to this reentry project is that it's specifically designed to serve those with severe mental illness, severe emotional disturbance, or and or co-occurring substance use disorders who are re-entering the community. So the focus is more specific on the mental health and substance use piece. And so can you talk a little bit about um, what that looks like? Yeah, so um, I can take that question. So it's going to look like um, collaboration is going to be the key. Um, This particular program, it fills the gaps that exist because of the way our systems are set up. There isn't necessarily a natural handoff, but um, we'll now be able to know when someone is releasing and immediately begin a needs assessment with them or service provisions with them. And so collaboration is going to be the key. So it sounds like that screening process is pretty critical um, to identify what exactly those needs are and then what sorts of services are, are offered. 
Our, our goal really is to start working with people before release. And so with part of the collaboration that Brandy was talking about is we hope to identify these people even 60 days ahead of release so that we can wrap around our services and give them that support so that when they do release, um, they already have that support established and they're more likely to follow through. Those resources or those services that we'll provide will be case management, therapy, group therapy, medication management. Um, we have a program in the jail and in the community called Medication Assistant Treatment or MAT. And that's something that will be offered to these folks as well. Uh, we have employment specialists that will work with reentry program, assisted outpatient treatment. So as you can tell, there's just a, a large variety of services that these folks will be eligible for. And so what's the end goal with this program? The end goal with the program is um, the, the big end goal is we want to see re reduction recidivism amongst um, the community. Um, and also some of our end goals are going to be, you know, the quicker we can get involved with someone and, and be helping them with some of the concerns they might have, we're going to hopefully see, um, you know, that there's not a continued stay in the legal system, that we're managing their mental illness, that maybe we're seeing a reduction in substance use um, because of the, the role that we're playing with individuals reentering into the community. And so it probably seems pretty obvious, but I mean, this benefits the individuals, of course, but how does it benefit our community as a whole? The, the biggest benefit is that because recidivism is such a big is, issue, it's costly to the taxpayers. Um, there's more people in jail with severe mental illness than there are in psychiatric hospitals. So we know that it's not the right place for people to get the support they need to manage their mental health. So overall, you have a community that's healthier uh, if you can reach out to people, provide them service and get them connected to those things, you know, we will teach people skills to help them uh, navigate the complicated systems that they have to, they have to navigate, um, help them learn coping skills to manage their mental illness. So we want them to be able to come back in the community with access to care, with, with employment opportunities, with insurance benefits, family supports you know, mental health, substance use treatment, all of those kinds of things that we would all want. And what are some of the risks involved when we don't have this kind of intervention? So both to the individual and then also, you know, family and then just, you know, law enforcement or, or people out in the community. I think um, some of the risk can be like that, that again, that continued stay within the, the legal system, um, the continued pressure on family members when you have someone that is releasing, but is releasing with, with no resources and no help or guidance for that individual. Um, it will help them reintegrate back into the community better with employment, with housing. Um, and then of course, um, when individuals are having some of those needs met, then, then they're um, social interactions are going to increase as well. Like with, with their family members, that would be a hope. And so, um, that would kind of, that would be some of the, the risks that we're seeing that we hopefully would see that would, um, reduce being involved in the program. And Mike, this is a topic that the criminal justice advisory council is very much interested in. So can you talk about what are the discussions happening and who are the players, um, interested in this? Yeah, so we have quite a few um, agencies that are interested in this. Of course, uh, the sheriff's office um, as uh, caring for people with mental health issues 
um, or substance abuse needs in the county jail, it's, it's difficult. It's expensive. Um, the staff, although um, they get a fantastic amount of training um, with the Johnson County Sheriff's Office, um, they still aren't as equipped as uh, professionals like Brandy and Elizabeth are to be uh, working with these folks. And so, um, and, and then also our, our mental health partners, uh, Johnson County Mental Health, um, that if they know someone is in jail and they have the opportunity to intervene with um, initiating treatment services while they're there, make sure they're stabilized and that that plan that started in jail can continue into the community, um, that makes it easier for them to serve um, these, this population. Um, you think about our, our, our judiciary, um, they don't want to see uh, people fail uh, in the criminal justice system. Um, they don't want to see people miss court. Um, they, uh, our judges care very much about people having an opportunity to be successful. And, and then finally, our probation departments. Um, you know, we have found that uh, people with uh, mental illness or co-occurring disorders are less likely to be successful on probation. Um, it's one of the reasons why we've embedded uh, Johnson County Mental Health staff in our probation department. Um, we have supportive agencies as a part of our councils, such as InCircle, um, who works to help uh, get individuals like this uh, employment. Um, uh, agencies like uh, United Community Services um, that uh, are working with us as well to make sure that people have opportunities for housing. Uh, and so, you know, this really is a, a passionate issue amongst the council. And reentry has been a constant conversation for the council since its inception uh, 13 years ago. All right, great information there. And I do think we need to take an opportunity to kind of dispel some myths. Um, I had the, the chance to sit in on some of the co-responder training a, a couple of years back. And I think one of the things that they addressed was um, this perception that people who have mental health concerns are sort of innately um, dangerous or unpredictable. And really what we're talking about here is addressing their needs so that to eliminate that stigma, of course, but also to, to create this environment where they can thrive. So can you talk about that a little bit? Um, so yeah, you're exactly right that, you know, through that program, we, we, we destigmatize the, the sort of violence that's associated sometimes with mental health. And so, you know, we approach our work with people as their people and we start with their strengths in mind. That's the philosophy of our agency at Johnson County Mental Health Center. And it always has been. So we really work to build on people's strengths and use their strengths to kind of guide their journey and their recovery. Um, the recovery is our focus. And so people have a lot of skills and abilities and sometimes they just don't know the right place to put them. So we kind of help them uh, identify that. And can you talk about some of the success stories that you've seen with this program? This um, program is actually relatively new to this, um, uh, to Johnson County Mental Health. I'm hopeful that we'll see some of the same success stories that you've mentioned our co-responder partners there. Um, you know, we have seen um, success there with fewer hospitalizations, fewer individuals being arrested and taken to our, our county facilities. Um, that's the best scenario for the, the individual that we're dealing with, but it's also best scenario for the community. It's a um, cost savings program. So hopefully we'll see some of those same success stories. Um, you know, in the communities where they have done reentry, um, they they do have success stories to go along with 
with their program as well. So we're, we're hoping to have the same conclusion here. And tracking some of the successes of the program is important for a multitude of reasons. Um, you know, when we talk about how we invest our dollars in, in programs and services, that's really a key. And so Mike, do you wanna talk a little bit about this new dashboard that will kind of take a closer look at some of that? Thanks, Teresa. Um, you know, I'm really excited to um, talk a little bit about the dashboard that we are, will be launching here next week. Um, but this uh, dashboard came about because Johnson County is a founding member of the National Stepping Up Initiative. Um, this is an initiative to reduce the number of people with mental illness in jails. Uh, it's sponsored by the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, by National Association of Counties, and by the Council of State Government's Justice Center. Um, in 2018, Johnson County was named a National Innovator County, one of seven counties across the nation to receive that uh, distinguished designation. And as an innovator county, we are challenged and asked to uh, lead um, the more than 600 counties nationally who have joined this initiative. And about a year ago, uh, Stepping Up launched a new initiative called Set Measure Achieve. Um, they wanted us to set goals uh, for um, re reducing the mental health population in our jails. They wanted us then to, um, to provide measure. So that's the dashboard I'll be talking about. And then to show that we are able to achieve these goals through initiatives like co-responder and re-entry. And so um, it's taking some time to put this dashboard together. There are four key measures that uh, Stepping Up wanted us to report out on. One is the uh, percentage of individuals with uh, mental illness being booked into jail. Um, the second is when they're booked into jail, how long do they stay? So the length of stay. Um, the third is, um, do they come back to jail? So we're looking at uh, what we call recidivism. And the fourth is then, um, do they get connected to care uh, post-release um, from the uh, detention center? And so, um, um, you know, thankfully, uh, through the work of the Sheriff's Office, Johnson County Mental Health, and our uh, county uh, gyms department, our jail management system, uh, they've actually been tracking a lot of this information for four years. And so it was a matter of aggregating the data, um, um, developing a dashboard, and, and uh, releasing it publicly. And so, uh, so we'll, so we'll be doing this next week. Um, um, I do want to point out to uh, uh, as a way of uh, showing some appreciation to our partners that uh, Johnson County um, will be one of the first five or six counties nationally to release this dashboard and will be the first county that actually can show connection to care um, through a connection between electronic databases, uh, which is very important. And this, da this data has already been utilized in decision-making uh, for the county. Um, one is, um, um, after about a year of collecting this data, uh, the sheriff's office and the mental health center decided that they wanted mental health staff providing those services in jail so that we had that direct connection to our community. Um, so that changed in January of 2020. And then um, this data was actually utilized in the grant application um, with SAMHSA for the uh, reentry grant. So, um, and, and now by displaying this information publicly, um, we'll be able to, as partners um, in this work, be able to refer to that data, 
be able to um, at any time see what our progress is or see opportunities where we need to make improvements, uh, such as um, how did COVID impact um, people with mental illness in the criminal justice system? And we're going to be able to see these type of trends um, in this data set. And so we're uh, very happy to share this with the community. And, um, and, and I just want to thank all the partners for a lot of work to get this done. All right, great information. We, of course, look forward to, to releasing that to the public and getting some good feedback on ways to, to enhance that data and, and use it in, in various ways um, as decisions continue to be made. So anything else to add about the, the reentry project, um, Brandy and Elizabeth? No, I think we're just excited to get this off the ground and watch it grow. Uh, Mike mentioned the connection to care piece of one of the four data points that we're collecting. I think we're gonna see a, a, a huge shift in the amount of connection to care with this reentry project. And really um, from that, we'll see a lot of success from the program. 16 years of working in jail. Um, we have found that uh, when people come to jail, um, they get stabilized. Um, medically, um, we make sure we take care of their needs. Um, for mental health symptoms, we make sure that we address those. Um, they become sober because they're not able to abuse substances. And um, they have a lot of time to sit and think. And so their motivation for change is never higher than when they are in our detention center. And so that is why from a resource standpoint and from a, a financial standpoint, the best opportunity is to introduce services like mental health reentry program to individuals when they are at their highest state of readiness for change. Uh, and, and so that's what um, we'll be looking to do. Um, and, and that uh, I think will give us the best opportunity uh, for results in working with people um, out in the community after they get released. That's great information. And we, of course, look forward to the dashboard, but also the successes um, of the reentry project for sure. Uh, thank you all for being here today. We really appreciate um, the collaboration, obviously, from, from Johnson County to, to make our, our uh, community safer and to help individuals in need. Uh, we will have links to additional resources available through Johnson County Mental Health Center and also that dashboard once it's released in the show notes of this episode. And thanks for listening. You just heard Joko on the go. Join us next time for more Everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JokoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jokogov.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.